0: Hello! Hello, everybody. Welcome to Drunken Time Travel. It's almost the end, but not quite. What? Of the six episodes? Of... well, we are still watching it. Mm. Of, uh, of Patrick Drunken's tenure. Ah. Tenure. I like that word. So mm. it's beer o'clock and time for Drunken Time Travel. This week I've been thinking about Macra. But there's no such things as Macra. Oh, yeah. Thanks for that. Oh. I was I was thinking about them but I forgot and while I was thinking about things there are no such things as. You so need, uh, need to get more of a grip on reality. Yeah. So anyway, on this podcast about Doctor Who, um on my left, a man who was a child was the first person ever to produce graphene whilst unwrapping his coal at Christmas. It's Irish gas. Hello. On my right, a man who can't remember this morning but can remember a short lived cartoon from thirty years ago. It's English Paw Paw Bears Gaff. Hello. If you want to contact us about this show or give us feedback, good or bad, or even a copyright of Paw Bears, contact us at drunkentimetravel at gmail dot com. Yeah. Or even if you want to completely ignore us, we're at drunk time travel on Twitter. Yes. Or, if you don't care like us that we're on Facebook, then we're on Facebook. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Or maybe not. Or... Who or, cares? <laughs> or Tumblr, because we don't care about that either. We're on Tumblr, aren't we? Yeah. Yes. Technically. Technically. Yeah. Are we technically on MySpace? No. Does that exist anymore? I believe it does exist. We should be on it, just, you know. Mm. You, you want to be on all of them, don't you? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. We'll just create an account and everything, so... Oh, we should have we'll a... We'll have a LinkedIn. We should, yes, I was yeah. just going to say, we should have a drunken tangible LinkedIn. And then we could be offered jobs doing this. Our official tedious link beer... We could get paid for this. No way. Our official tedious link beer is Dark Helmet <laughs> from Westbrook Brewing Company. That sounds like a porn title. Dark Helmet? Yeah. Sung to the theme of Goldfinger. If you want I to do, sing I it do, to the theme I of Goldfinger? I do, as well, you know. So this week we're doing the penultimate Patrick Chapman story, The Space Pirates. I should also mention it's the last reconstruction, so mm. any episodes after this we don't have to watch still photos and listen to things. Yes, and read. And read. Oh. Not that we can read these anyway. They're being reproduced that many times, it's illegible. Uh, and they do travel faster than the speed of the light. Hmm. So if you blink, you've missed half an episode. dial <laughs> Dialogue. Of reading. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. So, take it away, Mr. Synopsis. Thank you. Episode 1 Pirates are attacking empty space beacons for their precious Argonite. Not just any pirates, but space pirates for tis the episode name. A space corps cruiser tries to catch the pigeon, I mean pirates, but to no avail. The pirates destroy another beacon and take the fragments away to extract the precious Argonite. Argonite! The space corps leave men on nearby beacons to alert them when the pirates are near. Haven't they heard of radar? Needs to say, the pirates arrive and dispatch them in. Oh, and the TARDIS crew arrive just in time to be blown to pieces. Top tip, are you a time traveller who's bored of leaving before adventures are over? Arrive after they've begun. Episode 2 But it's okay, the beacon explodes into sealed pieces for some reason with the TARDIS travellers one being sent further away. Probably to try and get away from the epistory. Between whiles, the Space Corps managed to capture Milo Clancy, a space traveller who seems to like cosplaying like he's in a western. Has he seen Firefly? He's eventually released, but they still think he's one of the pirates. Then we meet Izagree mining corporation leader Madeline. This is on the planet Ta. They really earned their money on that day naming that planet. Madeline's father and Clancy used to work together until her father died and he's suspected of killing him. The travelers are found by Clancy and he shoots Jamie. Top tip. People who suspect you being a pirate confuse them by dressing as a cowboy. Episode 3. But it's okay, it's just stunned. The TARDIS travellers are taken aboard Clancy's ship and set a course for TA. That's TA, not TAR. So no Brer Rabbit references for me then. The pirates get the beacon segments to go to Clancy to set him up. Who's towards send Clancy to set him up. Oh, and once on TA, the time travellers leave Clancy's ship, despite his instructions not to. They're chased by pirate guards and fall down a hole, but not in a Benny Hill kind of way. TOP TIP have you been told not to leave a spaceship? Probably best not to. Episode 4 But it's okay as they're all unharmed and find one of the injured Space Corps men from the start in the cell they fell into. Space Corps men manage to find the pirates and chase after them. The doctor manages to help everyone escape by opening the opening the audio lock using a tuning fork. Most secure lock ever. They find Clancy again and meet up in Madeline's office. That one of the pirates is with her for she's in league with them. Top tip, making a deal with someone, make sure they're not pirates or cybermen. Episode 5, but it's okay because no one cares anyway. They're all imprisoned and find Madeline's father alive and wh- as well as the pirates have him captured. When Madeline finds out they're going to kill the prisoner, she calls the space corps. Yup, because they've been really useful so far. So the doctor and all escape and head to Clancy's ship Clancy takes off, but the doctor is caught in the blast. Top tip, fit wing mirrors to your ship. That way you can see if you're going to catch someone in the blast. Oh, don't stand underneath Ships. the blast things. The blast things. Yeah. That's <laughs> why you're science, calf. Yeah. Episode 6. <laughs> but it's okay, as he's fine again. Clancy and Madeline's father are trapped on his ship, which has been sabotaged to head out of control. Before the pirates leave Madeline, they set explosives all over the place, six episodes too late. Once away, they detonate the uh, detonator, but the Doctor has diffused it. The space Corps eventually managed to destroy the pirates, six episodes later, and Madeline is captured by them too. Clancy takes the Doctor, Jamie and Zoe to the TARDIS. Top tip! Don't watch the Space Pirates! <laughs> So, yeah, <laughs> that is indeed a good <laughs> tip. So, to sum up, there's yep. some pirates still in a rare mineral. The space cop chased after the wrong man for most of the epistyle, chased into a cave. One of them works for the pirates, and the doctor does nothing. Pretty much nothing. The doctor is barely. The doctor. I didn't even. When I was doing the synopsis, I didn't even write the doctor until about episode 3 or 4. And Zoe, wasn't and Zoe only gets a mention right in the last sentence. But Zoe was good. She, she does things, isn't it? Yeah. But ultimately, it's all up pointless. Yeah. It's it's a story about pirates, which somebody show on the Doctor in. Yeah, it's a story about Space Corps and pirates. As, as a, a spectator. Yeah. The bastards. But I'll tell you what they do and mention. made us watch it. To, i tell you what they do mention. Argonite. <laughs> what? What was? What's that? It's 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 a it's a fantastic rare mineral that does stuff, and I believe it does everything, doesn't it? And they mentioned it thirty-seven mm. times in the entire epistory. Mm. Is that all? Thirty-seven times and that's a literal count it was, but, <laughs> not an exaggeration but there's not an exaggeration I, I found the script, searched for organite and it was in there 37 times <laughs> and this amazing substance it's uh, what they it, it's ductile, it's tensile it's ductile <laughs> it can be stretched I think it's ductile <laughs> you, can, you can I make you it were, into I wire thought, I, thought I was going to have to slap you because you were going to loop there <laughs> Is it ductile, guy. I believe it is also a ductile. Yes. But yes, it, it, it it's a wonder material, but it's ductile. <laughs> well, it's certainly more ductile than the upper story. <laughs> and apparently, everybody wants it. Yeah. Because, well, because, because it's, it's ductile. ductile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would be why. That's why they want it. As I said that 37 times. Apparently, yeah. it's yeah. a real thing now. It wasn't then, but it's like. A real thing that's copyrighted now, isn't it? That name again is argonite. Do does that mean we have to pay to send? (laughs) Oh God, I hope not. (laughs) They they should send us a box of argonite. Is it copyrighted or a real thing? It's a real thing. Uh, They. So it's not copyrighted. It's like a molecule. It's like a chemical thing that they call someone's called argonite and they've copyrighted. Hmm. Like something else. Like a like a yeah, like a drug. It's like a you know like drugs or copyrighted and stuff. It's not a drug, but because it's time. But mm-hmm. uh, you know. So yeah, the doctor does nothing, mm-hmm. and and they appear. All of them appear. I mean, the whole Space Corps thing happens for the first fifteen minutes of the first episode, and then the TARDIS appears, with most of the episode gone. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. in I think episode two, they pretty much spend an episode in a cupboard. It was when they were in that sealed. You know when the explosion. Happened. Oh yes, they woke up after the drunken. Uh, and they were in, and, they, and then they were sealed in the in the cabin in the because ca- that's what happens in one place when houses explode. It just creates more rooms apparently. Yeah, and it it was quite amusing how they woke up after the uh, the explosion. You know, the the work had a game a twist and just fell asleep. As you do, because... Because it is fucking boring. Uh, <laughs> fucking boring. Not even a game of Twister can save this story. <laughs> one episode in. <laughs> well, it could, it, if they'd have started playing Monopoly, we could have been still watching the fucking episode now. Um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> did you know that, um, that they did a computer... I, I don't think I mentioned this one here. They did a computer simulation of Monopoly. Like, lots and lots of games. And 17% of the games never ended. <laughs> I've, I've been on one of those games. <laughs> and it's like... It's, it's great. That's just like the, war, like the War Games movie. <laughs> with Matthew Roderick. Where the computer's doing that. Monopoly is a silly game. Shall we have a game of thermonuclear war? <laughs> yes, at least it ends. <laughs> 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 but does it? Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Thankfully, <laughs> it ends. <laughs> so yeah, it ends in yes, <laughs> which is so much well, better. Which is, which is than almost popular, I <laughs> <laughs> There was one bit from the one line from the doctor that I really liked as well. Do tell. It was when uh, t- he, w- he was talking to Zoe, as always, and he he can't. The doctor came out with some crazy uh, theory, and and Zoe basically said, This is never going to work. And the doctor just says, Don't be such a pessimist. But that like just sums up the doctor and goes, I'm just going to do something and it's going to work out. It's what the doctor does. Yeah, it is. Apparently, this time it didn't work (laughs) out, (laughs) but. But that's not a problem. But it it's just like a line that sums up the Doctor's characters as, as well. I like it's, I'm just going to do shit, and it usually works out for me. So stop having a go on me, <laughs> Yeah, and I'll not put it over you much longer. Yeah, I might have to kill myself, even though I don't. It Well, he sort of, well, doesn't. Well, we'll find out. We'll yeah. <laughs> so, Jamie. Yeah, oh, look, Jamie died. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, he didn't. Yeah, I like, on I like done I, again. I like doing another synopsis, but it's okay because everything's fine. It's uh, because the point. Yeah. Then what do you call him? My old Clancy did that. He says, he, and he says to the rest of them, "You better behave or something if you want to. If you if you if you all don't want to have the same fate before you, I'm thinking what slight sleep. <laughs> yeah." <laughs> You're threatening me you with <laughs> With a nap. <laughs> a skillet nap. <laughs> I will force you to have a nap. Please. In fact, can you turn it up a bit? I want to sleep till the rest of this story. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking story. We both liked it. Like what? The story. We both loved it. Uh, did we? Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> with Zoe... There was a, uh, there was a bit the w- when they were trapped in the, uh, the compartment of the spaceship that was drifting into space. Yes. Uh, r- space running space. out of oxygen, uh, she had a moment where she turned to the doctor. So please, doctor, can I have some more oxygen? <laughs> <laughs> this is what Oliver should be. <laughs> so what you're saying is you want to write Oliver Twist in space? Yes. Yeah. I would love to have seen that version. I would like to see Dickens in space. That would be interesting. I'm sure someone's done that already. They do that with everyone. If not... Casablanca's made me in space. They're going to be doing thing. it soon after the Yeah, obviously. And the I first. want some royalties. Do you? Yeah. No, in fact, I don't want anything to do with it. Because <laughs> I do. Well, they did... I uh, want to forget all about this. They did Casablanca <laughs> in space, which was barbed wire. Was that Casablanca in Spain? Pretty much, yeah. I will take your word for it. I haven't seen it, but I've read about it. <laughs> I've seen Bad White. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Casablanca? No. <laughs> I've seen Casablanca, but I haven't seen Bad White. We should compare and contrast. We should. But that's not doing that. No. <laughs> People may turn off. And then Zoe, in a uh, homage to Polly, yeah. gets the tea. Yes. Finally, we have a replacement for (laughs) Paul. Because this is just after she says, there's one thing I don't understand, and Milo Clancy, who we will rant about later, says, uh, one thing, there's about a hundred things I don't understand, but I don't ask fool questions about them, I just do something useful, like make the tea. Which is fine and everything, but then later in one of the other episodes he says, there's one thing I don't understand, when Zoe should have pounced on him and told him to make the tea. (laughs) She didn't. There's one thing I don't understand. That's how to make the tea. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> well, She's spoiled. Moving on to the. Uh, the. Madeline. The, the, the Madeline, the female. The Madeline, yes. Head of the. The female. Yes. What is this? The 60s? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the head of the. Uh, I want to say obsidian order, but she's not, unfortunately. The head of the uh, mining corporation that's in this. Was what, she the head? I'm, I've no idea. Yes, she was. Yeah, actually right, S- See my reference to Paw bears from earlier on. Mm. She was the head of the isagree Mining Corporation. I knew she was part of it. I didn't know her exact designation. <laughs> but uh, you you wanted to talk about her hair, didn't you, mm. But, yeah, well, are, are women not allowed to have hair in the future or something? Why is because that? She had some sort of prosthetic hair or something. It was... Like a metal helmet that pretended to be hair? Yes. Yeah, I don't know what well, that was about either. And, uh, yeah, the, the, all the males, they could have normal hair, but she had to have, like, some metal sculpture. <laughs> In replacement of her hair. Yeah, and it looked like, uh, there's an episode of Blackadder, where, called Beer, where where Lord Melchett wears golden bosoms. And it looked a bit like she was wearing something like that on her head, I felt. Yeah, maybe maybe it's just, maybe they really like Blackadder, but in the future. future. Maybe they do. Maybe she thought, you know what, I'm going to show my like of Blackadder. For that, because she doesn't speak very well, either, yeah. by wearing this <laughs> on my head. Why wouldn't you? Speaking of people wearing stupid things, yes. The general from the Space Corps. Yeah. Well, the people in the Space Corps seem to mm. be wearing Christmas mm. decorations all over them. It's like bling mm-hmm. all over their. Mm. Yeah, it's, sp- it's it's a massive bling competition. Or something. Yeah. I just wouldn't want to be them going through uh, airport security. Yeah, it, it's like, well, it looks like it's silver tape that the <laughs> the they've, they've adorned over themselves in like stars and stripes and everywhere. Ah, you see, silver tape forever. But it it is quite ridiculous the amount of uh, silver that they have on them to donate rank. It, yeah, you think you would just have. Someone could just write in pen, yeah. General, on his face or Yeah, yeah but, but these have got to be more blinged up than everyone else. I like to see the guy who's just like wearing a silver suit. Oh, the Cybermen? Yeah. So the Cybermen are the heads of the <laughs> Space Corps. Apparently. Excellent. <laughs> oh, so spaceways isn't a word, which uh, the General said on a few occasions. Did he? Space, yes. I can't remember spaceways. Ordinarily, putting space in front of things is great, but is, not ways. Is that like Subway's, but in space? Space? Oh, that's awesome. It's a bit like Millie Ways, but in space. I don't know Millie Ways. <laughs> Millie Ways is the restaurant at the end of the universe in oh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. I remember that now. Oh. Ah. Or, or rather, I I know of the... Oeuvre. The, the thing. <laughs> the thing. Yeah, that's better than Uber. Yeah, um, it is. And then when the general was talking to Madeline at one point, it was literally he was literally exposition man. It was just let's just dump all this exposition. Milo Clancy, yes, Milo Clancy. He's the man that used to run the run the mining corporation with your father. But remember, your your father died, and then you blamed him for it. Yes, you need to speak to people like them. Just had an amnesia attack. I think he does in this episode, though, because everybody's trying to forget what they've just done. <laughs> Everyone's trying to forget why they're there. Yeah. But he, he has learned to live with... Why do people keep forgetting everything that's happening? I need to explain everything to everybody. Is this... Do you hate your life that much you keep trying to forget it? Is that <laughs> is that why I have to keep explaining things to you? We're not in the space parts, are we? I hope not. I also not hope. You well, know, the the one of these uh, what do you call them? Space corps sh- cruisers ships mm. went into dimensional orbit at one point, point. and we we had fun trying to work out what a dimensional orbit was. I still don't. Yeah, I, I forgot about the dimensional orbits. I think it bakes my mind. It bakes your mind. Yeah, and it's just it's stupid. But I remember the Doctor Who TV movie where there was a mention of a temporal orbit in which people used... Hey, temporal orbit? What's that about? That's just stupid. Think they think they can make Doctor Who and they're talking about temporal orbit. Yeah, but if you go back to this episode, someone's talking about a dimensional orbit. It's not really all that's different. It's just stupid as well.
1: It's I not, think like
0: it, not like it was a new thing to the American Doctor Who. I think a temporal orbit makes more sense than a dimensional orbit, though. No? Yeah, you're you're orbiting at the same time. Yes. You're just orbiting. Yeah, you're orbiting around the same time. A dimensional orbit. I. You're orbiting the dimension, but in space. I don't know. I I can't and reconcile the, that. Isn't orbit some kind of chewing gum? Uh, it it is a brand of chewing gum. Yes. So dimensional orbit well, it must be amazing chewing gum. Is it chewing gum that sends you back in time or into another dimension? Yeah. You become an energy being. So cool. so your breath doesn't matter that much. <laughs> it transports to a universe where your breath doesn't matter. Yes. That way, it works. <coughs> or it sends your breath back in time, so nobody can smell it. Yes, but just your breath. Yeah. If your breath was sent in time, kind of, Gav, <laughs> yes. where would you like it to go? Is this a, a realistic question? It is It is a uh, homage mm. to Richard Arringes. I would like my breath <laughs> sent back to the Titanic. Why is that? I don't really know. I don't really know. I just think it'd be fun for my breath to spend time there. I would like my breath sent back to some time when it's... To the Ice Age. I imagine that's what causes us a crash. Because then they would just see... see the icy breaths yeah. and they'd be like 1,000... and that would freak yeah. everyone out. Well, everyone that's... like in... In the vicinity of my breath. Yeah. Because there's going to be loads of people there. There is going to be loads of people. It's going to be a big gathering to see my breath. I want to send mine back to... Uh, yeah, you, you already have one. The moment of the big bomb. <laughs> right. And hopefully stop it all so we can never watch the space partners again. And so my breath will be spread throughout the whole of existence. <laughs> what a terrifying thought. I might have already done it. So so all of existence would be like 90% alcohol? Well, it gets spread out and diluted quite a bit. There's, there's quite a yeah, lot of the I, universe. I, I, took that, I took that into consideration when I said 90%. <laughs> oh, did you? Yes. Uh, I see what you're trying to do. Yeah, comedy. Yes. <coughs> there was a uh, one point as well. The uh, what were we calling him, Gen? What was it? General, Gen- something. General something. <laughs> yes. yeah. I Can't remember his name. You told me about everyone. Yes. Right from the start, he accused uh, my lord Clancy of uh, of piracy and just, just practically everything. It's just, it's, I wouldn't surprise him if he uh, accused him of, like, killing JFK or the moon landings. <laughs> you going to say killing JFK or the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Someone killed the moon? It, it just seemed to have a proper grudge against him and he's accusing him of literally everything, baseless of evidence. But when they found out it was Milo Clancy <laughs> he was talking to, he just burst out <laughs> laughing, I do remember. It's, this was this was just yeah. after he talked to Milo Clancy. This is the Western guy that I talked to. Yes, <laughs> um, he talked to, uh, uh, and then Milo Clancy was annoyed because he talked to him during his breakfast, which we'll get to. <laughs> oh yes, and uh, yeah. and and uh, General something had a, a great ch- line that you wanted to mention. Yes, uh, he was he was talking to the the other female with the boob head. Madeline? Yeah. Madeline, yes. The uh, person we just talked about, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Madeline Boupez, yes. Yeah, about uh, Milo Klaas. Because uh, to be beat by a woman as attractive as you would have been, whatever, Listen. A, well, I, I like how he mixed in his vehement hatred. Of Milo Clancy. Yes, because he was beat by a woman, that's no, her, Yes. With, uh, with a slight, uh, sort of. Pick up line. Pick up line uh, you know, in there. It didn't deliver it smoothly. If only he'd uh, said to uh, be beat up by a woman as attractive as you, he could uh, get his S&M in there as well. That would have That yeah. would have been good, wouldn't it? Yeah. There is also a bit where. Milo Clancy. We will talk about him eventually. Don't worry. <laughs> he, this 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 fucking episode was about him, not the Doctor. Yeah. But anyway, he uh, he escapes from the space corps ship by releasing copper nails or something at them. Yeah, some copper filings. Copper or filings yeah. or something. And then and then one of the the space corps people has to tell General something about this. It's copper, of course. And I just thought only, He probably had it in his mind afterwards his oh, only our ships were in crap Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just The copper was released And then they Not able to do anything Apparently <laughs> I guess they should have Had more Argonite They should have deployed shields Oh can't you shield copper? No you can't <coughs> So moving on to the pirates then mm. I only have one thing to say About these people At the start of the episode They docked with one of the beacons Hmm and it just looked like, like two spaceships were having sex in space. It looked like cross-species sex, I be. Yes, because they looked like animals. <coughs> yeah, the the beacons looked like space mice. Yes. <laughs> and the uh, the the pirate ships looked like hardvarks. Ardvark. or something. Hardvark, bloody i Ardvark. Like space mouse versus Ardvark. <laughs> Which was probably a cartoon in the 80s? Space Mouse versus Earthworm. If it wasn't, it should have been. I bet it was. Well, it's from the 80s, you should remember it. Especially if it was a short lived cartoon. It, it probably went on for years. <laughs> That's why I don't remember. <laughs> Still going now. <laughs> Just like the Space Pirates. <laughs> Drunk in time you're listening to Drunken Time Travel. It's quarter past the hour. It's time for the beer interlude, and welcome it is. So yes, our beer this time. Please tell us, Gav. It is as I said earlier, it's Westbrook Brewing Company's Dark Helmet, which is, as you may have guessed, a homage to sp- baseballs. Even has a uh, Dark Helmet picture mm. on the front. Indeed it does. So we can talk about beer and Spaceballs. It, it actually looks like a cross between Dark Helmet and the Predator. Well, as long as you didn't see him playing with his Predator dolls, everything's fine. Mm-hmm. That's my first reference to Spaceballs. Is it? And we will now travel mm-hmm. by ludicrous <laughs> speed to discussing the beer. My second. Mm-hmm. But what do you think about it? It's all right. Look, I'll read you what it says. You'll well, weed me what it says. I will weed you yes. what it says. It says, uh, Brewed with 10% malted rye, chocolate and carafal malts gives the beer its dark colour and ludicrously, see what it does, ludicrously smooth, roasty flavour. Can't actually taste any chocolate. <coughs> Stop smelling the beer. I don't know, I, I, I like the smell of it. I, I would have said, even before you read that, it smelled like roast chocolate. I don't know what roast chocolate is, but that's the impression that i, I got. I mean, I like it fine, but it's not fantastic. I love this. You love it? Yeah. Oh. This is a fantastic beer. No? Yeah, I'm not impressed with it. No. No. We are as an impasse. We are. But then, but then, but you really think it's fantastic. I don't hate it. i said it if mm. It's nice but it's not fantastic. Do, do both of us have to say it's fantastic to give a sticker? I don't know. I have no problem recommending this beer. I heartily recommend it. Do you want to I... sticker stickerate it then? It's, it's whether you think it's sticker-worthy as well, I, sh- I should think. And well, I think it's sticker-worthy for for the reference references enough. It should be. But I'm Francis, actually impressed. Though. It's a Spaceballs beer, and it also also, also tastes nice. Because usually these things you expect to taste awful. I mean, it's not a very big, well-known brand that we've heard of and expect to be nice or anything, is it? No, it's uh, Westbrook Brewery. May the Schwartz be with you. But if you're willing to... uh, I see no problem with... Let me uh, sticker I will let you sticker (laughs) it. But you have to do the same in the future. I will give you veto power if you feel strongly <laughs> enough. Well, I, as I said, it's not awful, so that's why I, or or you know, I don't hate drinking it. In fact, if I saw if I was in a pub and I saw this on draft or whatever, or you know, cheaper than it was, I would. Mm. Uh, yes. <laughs> I would. It is fucking I expensive. Would, yeah. I would get a pint. Probably expensive because it had to <clears> be. Imported from America, yes. Indeed. Indeed you. Right, most of the stuff from America is really chuffing expensive over of here. Is it? Most of expensive. Yeah. Well, if you're having to import it in any bottle shops or any bottles of are really expensive, the American ones. Um, unless you're talking about the, uh, the six-point stuff in uh, Wetherspoons. Which won't last? Which won't last, but... They are bloody nice and really cheap. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the cans though. No? No. Could be, I could be in the minority but I prefer bottles. I don't mind the cans. As long as it's nice beer. <laughs> so should we uh, get on to the uh, infamous Milo of the Clancy? Yes. I really wanted him to say "Get off my spaceland," but he never did, and, it just, and then and that was another disappointment to me. That would have been awesome if he said that. <laughs> oh, get off my spaceland!" Is he that's, from? Is he? Is he from Norfolk? That's what I was going for. Good. Then you succeeded. Yes, his accent wasn't. Um, I wasn't going for Stephen's accent. No. Yeah. Well. Yes. His his yeah. accent. His accent was a bit, uh, Stephen, like, it's, where was he from in that time? At uh, New York. Oh, he, I, he, I, I was talking about Stephen as the New Yorker. In yeah. The, oh, uh, oh, in oh, the chase. Oh, oh, I know. Peter Purvis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Oklahoma was he from? Or
1: something oh, like that?
0: Um, I it was just... When he family. met the Daleks. Yes, I would like my little Clancy to meet Daleks. <laughs> yeah. Was it just in... The story was in New York. It was but The Chase. Was, yeah. It was just that I he thought was a, he was actually from New York as well. No, he was... Oh, God, no. That would have been even worse, actually. <laughs> like on the Daleks Meet Manhattan, whatever it call. called. The Daleks Meet Manhattan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Manhattan. <laughs> if only that was the Manhattan drink... Er, cocktail they'd made. <laughs> this is fucking gorgeous. <laughs> I have found a beer called Dark Helmet. I'd like to see the Daleks drunk. <laughs> maybe they do a drunken time travel as well. Mm. We can never know. Where they review their missions and tell you why they got them wrong. Oh. Or maybe they review <laughs> our podcast. Whoa, drunken time travel, drunken time travel. Interesting. Yeah. <coughs> can you tell it's a while we, that <laughs> we haven't talked about Daleks? <laughs> It's probably going to be a while longer It is well. going to be yeah. another while as well. So Milo Clancy then, the Dalek of this episode. Everyone seems to know who he is. is oh, yes, I'm not Milo surprised Clancy. though when he looks like a ferret. <laughs> yes, he did look like a ferret. A ferret with, with <laughs> like, a, like a red checked teat, like shirt on. Yeah, how could you not forget him? I'm trying to, but it's not working. He probably walks into a bar and everybody says, Milo. Is <laughs> it a cheers reference? Yes. <laughs> well, uh, another thing from the 80s. Well, <laughs> it's where everybody knows your pain. Mm. Name. <laughs> he also did the uh, hiding in plain sight moves, where uh, he, he went to the place he was most likely to be found. And hid there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that because that's the uh, space equivalent of standing beside objects, and yeah. hoping you're not <laughs> seen, which we have seen before in Dragon Time job Yes, but standing be uh, standing next to objects, actually works apparently. Yeah, going to where they think <laughs> you are usually doesn't. <laughs> His ship was called the Liz Seventy Nine. Mm. Mm. Which sounds like a Twitter account if you ask me. Mean. And then I thought maybe maybe Twitter accounts evolve and in the future they become ships. I wonder who's got the uh, ship Liz. Well yeah. I wondered what and then uh same <laughs> the was I wondered what happens to Liz One through Liz seventy eight. Well he it was obviously born in seventy nine. Nineteen seventy nine? Not nineteen seventy nine. Oh, you're right. It's going to be 1879, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. So is Milo Clancy a vampire, is that what you're saying? Yes, he's of the undead. An egg vampire. <laughs> An egg vampire. Yes, because uh, mm. I mentioned that he was having breakfast. He was having a boiled egg that would mm. just come out of a, mach- come out of a machine. Mm-hmm. where does the egg come from is there a chicken in the machine or is it just a machine that manufactures eggs maybe or is it just a massive egg boiler maybe he stole it from Star Trek the egg yeah <laughs> was there an episode <laughs> and he just stores it in that cupboard he <laughs> goes around various spaces and steals eggs sounds as good a plan, as not well he, well, he steals eggs and then hounds, hides in plain sight. And yeah. then he stores the eggs next to the chickens because that's yeah. where they won't think of <laughs> looking for them. <Yeah. laughs> I like how he needs seven plates to put the egg on. It was to toast eat. as well. He had egg Not, and toast. Yeah. So that's five plates that were Five gorgeous. plates and three cups <laughs> for egg and toast. It was carrying his tray full of the plates. It was rattling about because space is bumpy. Space is bumpy. Yes, that's why you don't want eggs falling all over the place. What's that about? So the uh, ships that you mentioned earlier, is... they, 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 they look like mice and adverts. Yes. Right? Hello. Yeah. Apparently, the the mice the they could split up into sections. They were the magnetically polarized to each other is a, a bit like google's project arrow is this the next step in google's uh, domination are they going to build spaceships are they going to build spaceships that you modular spaceships I that think, you can build i think i did remember reading about that what about google's modular spaceships? yeah or about project arrow the modular spaceships what, tell you know? us about project arrow that's just the phone that's Google's making. It's it's made up of separate sections that you can sort of like plug together. You, you've got your your screen there, and then you can plug in various different specs of camera, memory, I'm and su- stuff like that, I'm and surprised. just build it up to your own spec. And it's all held together by basically <laughs> <with> magnets. <laughs> I'm surprised the. Uh the, the the normal phone screen, and then on the other side, the LCD one, hasn't really caught on a lot. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because you wouldn't use as much battery. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, but you, you sit on a train, you can uh, flip it off, you read the uh, e yeah. ink for your books, and when you're browsing web pages and stuff like that. I've seen it on a couple of phones, but it hasn't really caught on a lot, which is weird. But no, I uh, do no waste as much battery as possible on my massive LCD screen. Yay. Or whatever technology your phone uses. I did see HTC's M8 is uh, using that camera that can take pictures and then change the focus afterwards. It's using that technology inside it. Yes. Not quite as good as the Lytro. But yes, it has uh, multi-focus shots. I, mean, I believe at I believe it takes a photo with three different focus steps. Does it? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, near, far, and whatever you take it as. Yes. Or oh, is it like teaching Dougal from Father Ted about uh, perspective? <laughs> <laughs> These cows are near. <laughs> Those cows are far away. <laughs> I hope it tells you that <laughs> as you <laughs> Every single time <laughs> yeah. you take <took> a picture. <laughs> And the, the other thing about the spaceships as well, uh, the, both the pirates and the space corps, they both had the same ships. And to distinguish the space corps from the space pirate ships, they had a a, a stripy green nose cone that they slipped on. That's that's not going to be exploited in any way, <laughs> it is yeah. It's it not going to cause any confusion or go wrong at all. It looked like a me? nose cone that you used... Uh, at, at Tim Burton had designed as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the best uh, disguise, if you like. To be fair, it's not the best episode. No. So, so uh, onto the future and what it was like there. They have, they still have actual phones in the future. We barely have them now. They... You know, in, in the <coughs> spaceship, they had a phone that they... A, that a cord the, phone. A cord phone that they mm. put to their ear, and I was thinking, you, people barely use them now. What are you using mm. in the fucking future for? <laughs> yeah. Maybe in the space spaceship, it's, it's to stop you drifting away. Or you just hold on to the phone. Yeah, it's, it's, it's more of a thing to hold you onto the spot that you're on. It's like an anchor point, more than anything. A movable anchor point. Except you can't move it. Well the cord moves. <laughs> Everything moves. You need some sort of freedom. That's what uh, George Michael said. Um and the, the in, they also had in his follow up song. What, you need what freedom and then followed by you need some sort of freedom. Yeah. Phone freedom, freedom prize. And they also had solar toasters. Yes. Can't wait to see what they do. I don't how what? Is <laughs> <It's> my question. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make a joke about solar toasters but I don't know what <laughs> were toasters that ineffective that they needed to improve them to solar toasters or something and he just, this was on his ship wasn't it that, this is not toasting quick enough we need to store a sun in here no is that what they're doing I have no idea what they're doing <laughs> is that Well, this is on his ship, isn't it? Yeah. So presumably he has to... Well, solar toaster works the way solar things do these days. His Mm. ship would have to be close to a sun to pick up the energy to to toast things. Well, in space you can all see a sun. (laughs) You can see many suns. (laughs) In space no one can see you toast. (laughs) Well, they can be damn sure you are toast. In space no one can hear you scrape the uh, burnt (laughs) beds soft toast. And then we move on to audio locks. Yes. They got trapped in a cell with... An audio lock. Yes. Uh, basically, they'd uh, replaced audio locks because... No, they aren't. They'd replaced combination locks because they become too easy to crack. Isn't an audio lock where... That's, that's just basically s- still a combination lock. You've got to find the right combination of... Sound, and, and also the doctor mentioned that uh, normal locks, people needed a miniature, miniature computer to uh, hack, you know, into. Whereas an audio lock was a lot more safe, mm. as he produced a tuning fork, mm. which Jamie accidentally knocks against a wall and unlocks it. <laughs> so one, <laughs> you need to spend money on a miniature computer, and the other one, you need to spend money on a tuning fork. <laughs> I would like I would like a normal lock, please, thank you. <laughs> Preferably one that's dead bolted. But yes. we'll get to that. And, and made of wood, <laughs> so the doctor can't come. Yes. Or a Green Lantern. <laughs> yes. Made of yellow wood. <laughs> Just to be safe. <laughs> See we've we've all sorted this out. Yeah, uh, and at the end of episode 2, after the uh, the first initial sort of explosion of the ship, if you like. Yes. Uh, they, they all crashed out, the travellers, on the floor during the explosion. As I believe we mentioned earlier, as though they've just died during a game of Twister. Yes, that was, I believe you posted that on Google Plus, on our on our in tw- Time I think. Yes, I actually use the Google Plus account. Well done. <laughs> you will be rewarded for this. Yes, and there is, a, there is an image with this on it. <laughs> it looking like a uh, morning after a big night out or something. Brief mention, this was the first Octavia story that employed John Nathan Turner, who would go on to be a producer in the 80s. Who we'll would go on to be a con? Are sorry. You? I mean uh, he's not uh, well <coughs> <laughs> he's fine He hired Sylvester McCoy how bad can he be uh, we c- we can get to our buddy can We will we will we'll get by your rationale, Philip Cigar is the best producer ever why cuz he was the one that did the TV movie yeah he is the man Jesus um Cave count? We've one more. Epi- there was a, there was a cave in the story, so nineteen episodes with caves now. Yes. Really cave really, count. We're really moving up now. Why did you say cave count to the tune of Brave Star? Some like it. I hate his captain. instead it. Go on and watch your Bravestar Best is good as well. First was all right. I love bears, though. Yeah, the strength of a bear, I remember that. And many other things of animals. What? what? Name two more. Oh, was it the sight of an eagle? Sounds plausible. The the fur of a cat. (laughs) Fur of of a lolcat. Disposition of grumpy cat. Oh, Marshall Bavestock? I remember that guy. I can't mm. remember his name. But I knew he used to say Marshall Bravestar. Anyway, on to the quotes again. No, let's I talk about Bravestar. <laughs> <laughs> You've come talking about Bravestar now. I don't have to. Uh, yes, what's your quote? Uh, it's, as ever, Doctor and Zoe again. Well, our quotes are very s- close to each other, aren't they? They're part I of just... the same scene, really. Yeah, well, why don't we just play them together Yeah. and amuse ourselves regarding this? Yeah, mine. Mine's the end bit where Zoe is basically putting the doctor down, if you like. And uh, mine's mine's <laughs> the did. bit where the doctor's being sarcastic. Yeah, I I didn't really read that as sarcastic. Well, no, not it? It was more like, no. oh yeah, she's right. Uh, yeah, carry on. Uh, no, I choose. The, the, no, I, I choose to read it as sarcasm. <laughs> that's why it's going. And here they are if you don't read it as sarcasm then there's another bit where the doctor says I like drawing pins just pretend ladies use that. Electromagnetic waves are always at right angles to the direction of propagation and as you know travel at 186,282 miles per second. They really. interesting. But what's the answer? Here! Huh? What? on our original course, the TARDIS would have landed within 10 miles of where we are now. Except, of course, we'd still be up there because we weren't travelling quite so far. <laughs> oh, bless my soul, yes, of course. Well, yes, as you say, a simple calculation. I should have thought of that myself. Yes, I wonder why you didn't. So there we are. Yeah. Final thoughts then? God, thank God this is over. I believe, and I don't I don't know if you're be really or not, But this is the worst one we've done to this point. I would say so. Uh, Worse than the the web planet. I didn't think you could get much worse. (laughs) But I think this has done it. At the time I said uh, I didn't, you know, web planet. At least they had ambition, you know, they, they... There was no ambition in this whatsoever. The Doctor and the companions were barely in this. It was just... Beyond tedious. And to think, the guy that wrote this is going to go on to write some of the best Doctor Who stories ever. Yeah, he he obviously learned from his mistakes. (laughs) He did. But yeah, it was just... It was... So many of the things that they normally do. Oh, we're captured. Oh, we're scared. Oh, we're captured again. And it does... Yeah, the Doctor does nothing. The companions do nothing. And it's all about... It's all about Space core and fucking Pirates and Milo fucking Clancy Oh mm-hmm. well, look it at him it takes look six at him he's a bit weird he's nothing. like he's like a cowboy in space isn't that crazy yeah we didn't like this it was a fucking pain to watch <laughs> and it didn't tell that it <laughs> was a reconstruction either well good news that is last of the destructions destructions as yes. we have now just decided to call them <laughs> for some reason <laughs> next time you, English Gav, are doing a science on... Graphene. Graphene. A wonder material. Much like the... What What was that thing that they called? Argonite? Argonite? Jason and the argonite. What's that name again? I forgot. And after that, we're moving on to the first of a two-part... Drunken Time Travel on the War Games, yes. which is the final Patrick Hunt in the story. So stay tuned for that. And so our end quote for today's episode goes thusly. Just because something is traditional is no reason to do it, of course. Piracy, for example, is a tradition that has been carried on for hundreds of years. But that doesn't mean we should all attack ships and steal their gold. Lemony Snicket. Horseradish. You can find us on iTunes. Please validate our resistance by rating, commenting or liking. Discussion concluded. Why not finish us off?